Good morning. Welcome to our Devo time here at Pierce Point Community Church. As uh, Nathan hates the word Devo, but we're, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Uh, my name is Dylan Adams. I am a deacon in training and the youth leader here at Pierce Point Community Church. Glad you all could join us here in person and online. Um, it feels like an eternity that we've been talking about discipleship, but in all reality, you can't talk too much about discipleship. It is the core of what we do. Um, so, very good. Today, I'll be talking about spiritual gifts and discipleship. Um, it's funny because, like, the last the last debut I did was over spiritual gifts and discipleship, um, but this is kind of more of a fine-tuning, so this time I get to kind of pick up where I left off and talk a little bit more in depth on things that I wanted to hit last time but didn't have the time, so good luck. Um, the task at hand for today's Devo is to talk about how my personal discipleship has played out for me, how I was and am discipled, because discipleship doesn't end, it continues to go, and how I disciple others in the midst of all of that, talking about how spiritual gifts play into discipleship throughout all of it, whether it's my discipleship or how I disciple. Um, before we get rolling, I want to just read off the, the definition of discipleship. Um, which I didn't know existed until yesterday, um, says the definition is the, the condition or situation of being a disciple, a follower, a follower or a student of some philosophy, especially a follower of Christ. So, you know, discipleship is some like crazy spiritual word. It's just the act of being a follower, being a student of something. And we are the student of the teachings of Jesus. Um, as we know, discipleship is an important thing in the Christian walk. It's actually called the Great Commission. I'm, actually, I'm going to read that off here for you guys out of Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to, to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So, obviously, we know we're supposed to disciple um, and, and be discipled and, and make disciples per the, per the Great Commission. Um, now I want to hop into the spiritual gifts really quick. My goal here is to kind of give you a few points to understand discipleship, spiritual gifts, and then we'll get into more of the practical application of both um, within our lives. Um, the perfect, and I went over this last time a little more in depth. So if you want to hear more about the spiritual gift side, we uh, have the Devo on YouTube, I believe. Uh, the purpose of spiritual gifts is to promote the common good of the body of Christ and to build up the church and prepare us each for works of service until we all reach unity in the faith and in the and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Each person, upon accepting the gift of salvation through Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit inside as a seal of salvation. That's out of Ephesians chapter 1. The, the Spirit then gives to each believer certain gifts from God to do the work of God. Um, last, last time I spoke about spiritual gifts, I referred to them as kind of a tools in your tool belt. You know, if you're a contractor or a carpenter, you know, these are tools that you can use to do the job that's been tasked at you. Now, you, some of us may be more adept at using the hammer or the drill or some other tool that I don't know much about because I'm not a handyman. Um, but I'm going to run through kind of a few of the gifts that Scripture mentions, and then I'm going to kind of get into my story of discipleship. So we've got the gifts of prophecy, serving, teaching, 
encouraging, giving, leadership, mercy, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous powers, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, and helps. Now, again, these are tools that the Holy Spirit deals out as he sees fit. Um, that's how the scripture would put it. And these are things that we use to do the work that the Lord has called us to, right? Some of us may have a gift of teaching or a gift of helps or a gift of giving. Um, all of these things are used to serve the body of Christ and bring glory to, to our Heavenly Father. Amen? So the first thing I'll talk about is how was I discipled? So, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just making sure Kate was okay. Um, I gave my life to the Lord um, and immediately knew that I needed something more. Um, I didn't know what it was. I wasn't versed in scripture. I didn't, I didn't understand what I was missing, but I knew I was missing something. Um, so I tried to connect within the body that I was in at the time um, to, to try to make some kind of connection because I knew I was missing something. I needed somebody to lead me, mentor me. Something was missing, right? Um, did not find that in the church I was in at the time. So I prayed to the Lord and I said, Lord, I know that I need someone. What should I do? So I went to this man camp at the church that I was going to, and I was like, surely I will find someone. Um, didn't make a lot of connections there, as, even though I tried. I met one person, and we exchanged numbers, and I honestly went, went away from that camp going, probably never going to hear from that person again. But I prayed, and I was like, Lord, I need someone. I need someone to disciple me. I didn't know the word at the time, but I knew that I needed someone to guide me in this way. Um, I think like a week later, I got, I get this random text that this person that I'd exchanged information with wanted to meet up. So I met up with him. He introduced me to another friend of his who took me kind of under his wing and we began to live life together. Um, we, whether it was, we, you know, whether it was us going to the gym or going to the grocery store or going down downtown to help feed homeless people, we just lived life together. And it was it was an amazing thing. I, I felt like I felt like one of Jesus' disciples in that moment where you see him through the Gospels living life with the disciples, and he's teaching them along the way, and they're getting into this, all, all these situations, and he's guiding them through that. That was, that was my experience in the beginning as, as a disciple. We would, we would live life together. We would study the Word together. We would hold each other accountable. The, the first time that, and it's funny that I remember this, but the first time that I was ever like, held accountable for a sin that was like in my life was at Planet Fitness over here in Eastgate. Uh, we, were, we were bench pressing and out of nowhere, the, the fellow that was mentoring me, that was discipling me, he, he's like, hey, let's, let's talk about this. And we get into the thing and I'm, you know, I'm trying to hit a PR on the bench press and he's wrecking my spiritual life as, I, uh, as I'm realizing that I'm, I, I was stuck in certain sins. Um, in the midst of that, and as I prepared this devotional, I thought about some of the spiritual gifts that were used in the midst of my discipleship. Now, of course, this is not all of the ones that were used, but these are ones that I can pinpoint being, being used on me to, to raise me up in the way of the Lord. Um, I've had many mentors. Um, many people have... Um, I've been honored for many people to have been a part of my discipleship, and some of, the, some of you guys are in this room, and I'm grateful for that. Um, 
one of the biggest things that I can pinpoint, you know, I was both the, the first two people that were mentored me were both very, very heavy in the gifts of teaching. They had a passion for the truth of God's word and, and communicating that to their, their disciples, the people that they're, they were trying to raise up with the Lord. Um, because of their, their gift of teaching, it encouraged me and it pushed me to want to know more and to have better understanding and to be able to live my life and communicate why I live my life the way that I do. Um, a big one was the gift of giving. And now that may not sound like that big of a deal, but one of the guys that was responsible for mentoring me, um, he, and you will never know this, and I think that's one of the one of the important things when it comes to a gift of giving is like this person isn't giving to be noticed, but this individual actually sends like truckloads, shipping container loads of Bibles in, in other languages across all of all of the world to get to make sure that people have access to Bibles and, and studied materials and all of that. This individual is the one that gave me my first Bible, my first concordance. He gave me he gave me my first set of uh, commentary, which is like a $240 like set. I still use those things today to prepare things like this, to be able to, to preach up here. Like I'm still using the tools that this individual gave me to be able to have effect on the body of Christ. So it, it was a huge effect on me because it allowed me and my per to have personal studies and to gain more knowledge and understanding in God's word. And now it allows me to bear fruit and share that with all of you. And it seems so small, but his gift of giving is one of the reasons I sit here today, able to teach you and to, to bring you along in, in my journey. This individual also, also helped Caitlin and I get our first car, which helped me get my license, which then allowed me to get involved in even more ministry and, and going downtown and going to the Christian Help Center and, and all of these things. I would have never been able to do any of that if I was, hadn't been able to, to, to get a car and get my license and, and all of that. So it's amazing what a gift of giving can affect in someone's life, but this one really did. Um, gift of faith was something that I saw being u utilized in my discipleship very heavily. Um, I had a friend of mine that was going through cancer um, and go, had gone away. It had come back and it came back hard. And I, his name was Larry, and I have to this day have not seen a family with the level of faith in the midst of trials than I have in that moment. And it, 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 is, it affected me from that moment all the way till today because and I, I still talk to that family sometimes because Larry did not make it and he knew that he was not like going to make it but he had faith in the Lord and it never faltered in the midst of things that I can't even imagine and that affected me very heavily in my discipleship and then and again this is these are just some of the gifts that I can pinpoint that were used in, in my discipleship uh, gift of encouragement I had a very large body of believers around me. Um, we were doing house church and stuff at the time, and they were all encouraging and pushing. And and really, it's 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 not encouraging. Isn't like good job, you're great. It was. It's more of like, hey, you you can do this through Jesus. Like seek, they encouraged me to seek the Lord and and get the strength from Him to to overcome the things that the sins that were in my life and to be able to repent and and, and to walk in freedom through Jesus and that has had a huge impact in my, in my discipleship.
one of the other things that we're, we were asked to talk about in regards to this is how did it play out for me? Well, I'm here. I'm sitting in this seat, um, able to, blessed to be able to speak to all of you. Uh, I've been honored to to lead the youth group and to pour into the future of this church. And I, I, have, I have the ability to raise my family up in the ways of the Lord. So it seems to be playing out pretty well for me. Um, I'm able to through the strength that the Lord provides, lead others in, in his way, which some may call making disciples. Because the end goal, if you're being discipled, is for you to be able to make more disciples. It's not, your, the goal isn't for you to be discipled and then just never do anything with it. That, that's, that's like buying a bunch of tools and then never using them. It's, that's, a, that's a waste of, waste of money and a waste of time. Um, we are given these spiritual gifts to help disciple those around us and to use these tools to do that. Some of you may have a gift of teaching. Some of you may have a gift, a gift of healing. Some may have a gift of encouragement. All of us should be utilizing those to bring glory to our Heavenly Father and to disciple those around us in the hope that they will also go out and make disciples. You know, the, we're supposed to, and I should, I should have it here, but there's a scripture that talks about, you know, and it's, it's referencing making disciples, but it's, you, you disciple one person and they, they go disciple someone and, and they, they disciple more people and you, you're multiplying, you know, 10, 20, 100 fold from just discipling one person. Now, of course, we're supposed to disciple more than one person, but we have to make disciples and make disciples. If you're just making disciples that sit here in the pews and they do nothing, it's not really a disciple. It's just a really good listener, but not a doer. Now, what does discipleship look like when I do it? Obviously, it depends on the person. Um, the Lord has given me certain gifts that I'm able to utilize. I feel that I, you know, I have, I have a gift of teaching, which is interesting because when I first started this walk, I would have never imagined myself having a gift of teaching because I wasn't, it wasn't something I was interested in, in the beginning. Uh, it was just something that I was faithful in small things. I started out in my, the ministry that I was doing, I literally was washing dishes in the back of the Christian Help Center and serving food. Like, and I found very much joy in the midst of that, just scooping some mashed potatoes on a plate and giving them to people that were that were less fortunate. I, those were the most simple and joyful moments of my discipleship, and from that I was just faithful in those things. And the Lord allowed me to pour into more people. And to one day they needed somebody to teach the the, the young adults, and that's when I realized I had a passion for teenagers and and the youth. And it, it got me it got me more involved. And then I was leading the, the teachers and, and all the stuff. And now I'm here being able to pour into the youth here. And it's such a crazy thing. But discipleship for me, it's, it's very much, I look at Jesus' example where the disciples lived life with him. It wasn't like, you know, hey, they, they weren't texting each other and going, hey, like, we'll meet once a week and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll dive into this. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, of course, you, you know, you got to plan, you got to, to do that, but discipleship isn't intended to be this event. It's this way of life. It's it is. I'm hey, I'm going to the grocery store. Do you want to come? Let's let's go be Jesus at the grocery store. Let me pour into you while we live our day to day lives, right? And that's that's my goal. Now, of course, there are going to be moments where it requires you to sit down and you know maybe correct someone in a loving manner, or or you know sit down and, and study with them and, and read the word and, and teach and all these things. And maybe those things don't always aren't always able to happen in, you know, in the grocery store or the gym. But we are called to live life together. That is, 
how discipleship is supposed to look. It's supposed to be this natural thing that obviously we have to put effort toward it, but it's supposed to be something that flows from us. That you know, that's our goal. It is the Great Commission. We've, if you want to talk about marching orders, that's that's our first marching orders is go make disciples. And lucky for us, we've been given all of these tools, these spiritual gifts to be able to use in the midst of that discipleship, raising up the body for the good works and the glorifying of Jesus. Amen? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you that not only have you given us salvation, which is crazy in and of itself because we don't deserve that, but you've also given us gifts to be able to do the work that you've set before us. You have given us a helper to be able to guide us in the midst of the life that we live. And you've given us purpose as we walk out the Great Commission and we go and make disciples that make disciples. We thank you for all of that because we deserve none of it. Lord, I ask that you you be with this body as we try to be more intentional about our discipleship and making disciples. And I pray that you speak through Nathan today and that our our hearts and our and our minds and our, our ears are prepared to receive what it is that you have for us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.